It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast, a show about big and little hits from the 70s, 80s and 90s in the US, UK and Canada. Also forgotten albums, pop music on TV, and more. I'm your announcer Annie Stewart, and here's the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 120 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. Today we're looking at the charts of November 27th, 1971. Around this time, the NASA robotic spacecraft Mariner 9 reached the orbit of Mars, beating a pair of Soviet probes to become the first craft to successfully orbit another planet. It went on to beam back images of 85% of the red planet's surface during its 349 days in orbit. Let's see what was going on in the culture beyond spying on our neighbors. The headline movie release of this month would go on to be the year's biggest hit, Fiddler on the Roof, a musical about a Russian-Jewish milkman trying to marry off all his daughters before they are all forced out of their village. Doesn't sound like a blockbuster, but it was. Other films out this month included Hanny Calder, which starred Raquel Welch as a female gunfighter fighter in the Old West, the drug tragedy Jennifer on My Mind, with a cast that included the Rocky Horror Picture Show's future Brad, Barry Bostwick, and Grease's future Kanicki, Jeff Conway, Conaway, The Christian Licorice Store, which doesn't seem to have anything to do with religion or candy, but everything to do with Bo Bridges as a rising tennis star, and Black Beauty, the fourth big-screen adaptation of Anna Sewell's 1877 horse novel. Aside from Fiddler on the Roof, the two best-remembered movies that premiered this month were made for television, specifically ABC. On the 13th, they aired Duel, which starred Dennis Weaver as a traveling salesman being stopped by a semi-truck whose driver seems intent on killing him. It was well-received and is regarded as one of the best TV movies of all time, and it just happened to be the first feature-length production of any kind to be directed by one Steven Spielberg. And on the 30th, the network screened Brian's Song, the true story of the bond between Chicago Bears teammates Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, played by Billy D. Williams and James Kahn. It was the highest-rated TV movie of all time to that point, and it became known as one of the few movies that men were not ashamed to say made them cry. On the bestseller lists, top fiction titles included Frederick Forsyth's assassination thriller The Day of the Jackal, The Exorcist, the William Peter Blatty novel about demonic possession that was later turned into a somewhat popular movie, Message from Malaga, the latest from Scottish-born spy novelist Helen McInnes, and Our Gang, a fictional depiction of Richard Nixon's views on sexual morality by Portnoy's complaint author Philip Roth. Meanwhile, nonfiction readers were picking up Honor Thy Father, journalist Gay Talese's story of the Bonanno crime family, Beyond Freedom and Dignity by psychologist and philosopher B.F. Skinner, Any Woman Can, a gender-specific sex advice tome from David Rubin, the author of Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex But Were Afraid to Ask, and Lyndon Johnson's memoir of his years as president, The Vantage Point. And in music, here are some of the albums that were released in November of 1971. Led Zeppelin released an album with no official title, but one that's come to be known as Led Zeppelin IV. Billy Joel released his first solo album, Cold Spring Harbor. The Mahavishnu Orchestra released The Inner Mounting Flame. Elton John put out Mat Man Across the Water. Genesis released Nursery Crime. 
The face is put out. A nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse. Sly and the Family Stone released. There's a riot going on. The Kinks released Muswell Hillbillies. Yes released Fragile. Alex Cooper released Killer. Sweet released Funny How Sweet Coco Can Be. Carly Simon released Anticipation. Fairport Convention released Babacom Lee. Isaac Hayes released Black Moses. Bonnie Raitt released her self-titled debut album. Grand Funk Railroad released E Pluribus Funk. Olivia Newton-John released If Not For You. Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen released Lost in the Ozone. Traffic released The Low Spark of High-Heeled Boys. Harry Nilsson released Nilsson Schmilson. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer released Pictures and an Exhibition. Roberta Flack released Quiet Fire. And finally, November of 1971 saw the release of that staple of all great Japanese record collections, Kazumichi Roman by Happy End. Now the charts. Below the Top 40s As always, we begin below the top 40s. This week we look at a man who is best known for his acting career, but who did make some impact on the pop charts. At number 85 in the U.S., it's My Boy by Richard Harris. Born in Limerick, Ireland in 1930, Richard Harris first aspired to play high-level rugby, but a bout of tuberculosis ended his sports career. He then went to London to break into theater, and after making his film debut in 1959, he was in many major motion pictures over the next decade, including Mutiny on the Bounty, The Guns of Navarone, a Man Called, and, a, and a Man Called Horse. He was even nominated for a Best Actor Oscar for portraying, of all things, a rugby player in 1963's This Sporting Life. After his role in the 1967 musical Camelot, Harris decided to pursue singing, and in 1968, he had an international smash with MacArthur Park. My Boy was the first single and title track from his fourth album. My Boy is a ballad on which Harris portrays a father who is telling his sleeping, unaware son that he and his mother don't love each other anymore, but he's staying in the marriage for the kid, because that always works out great. Anyway, here are some lyrics. You're sleeping, son, I know, but really, this can't wait. I wanted to explain before it gets too late. For your mother and me, love has finally died. This is no happy home, but God knows how I've tried. Because you're all I have, my boy. You are my life, my pride, my joy. And if I stay, I stay because of you, my boy. I know it's hard to understand. Why did we ever stop? We're more like strangers now, each acting out a part. I have laughed. I have cried. I have lost every game. Taking all that I can take, but I'll stay just the same. Sleep on. You haven't heard a word. Perhaps it's just as well. Why spoil your little dreams? Why put you through that hell? Life is no fairy, day, fairy tale, as one day you will know. But now you're just a child. I'll stay here and watch you grow. Divorce and its effect on children had been covered in a surprising number of pop songs by artists from Tammy Wynette to Cher to Wayne Newton to Blink-182. This is on the more melodramatic side so it's not surprising that an actor would choose it. But ironically, this song would be a bigger hit three years later for a polar opposite of Harris, a singer who had a sideline in movie acting. I'm talking, of course, about Elvis. My Boy peaked at number 41. Now, I'm breaking my rule about the songs I cover in this part never reaching the top 40 in any of the three charts I talk about, because I just found out that this song was in the Canadian top 40 for one week, reaching number 38. 
But since it's not guaranteed that I'll ever cover that particular chart week, and I wanted to talk about Richard Harris because I always loved Dave Thomas's impression of him on SCTV, I'm going to let it go. Anyway, Harris had no further chart success, but he continued to get steady acting roles over the next three decades and picked up one more Oscar nomination for 1990's The Field. He originated the role of Albus Dumbledore in the Harry, po- the Harry Potter films, but he died shortly after completing the second film in the series in 2002. Forty to thirty-one. Our first top forty song is the number thirty-nine song in the USA. She's all I got by Freddie North. Born in Nashville in nineteen thirty-nine, Freddie North was mainly a radio DJ and a promoter for a gospel record label. But in nineteen seventy-one, he decided to record an album. She's all I got was the first single from that album, which was called Friend. She's all I got is gritty Southern soul co-written by early 60s star Gary U.S. Bonds, who I talked about in an earlier episode when I covered his 1981 comeback hit, This Little Girl. What I have for you are the lyrics. Friend, don't take her. She's all I got. Please don't take her love away from me. I'm begging you, friend, don't take her. She's all I got. She's everything in life I'll ever need. She is life when I want to live. She's everything to me in life that, that life can give. She's my water when I need a drink. She's the first thought in my mind each time I try to think. She's my fingers when I want to feel. She's the only thing in life to me that's real. She is love. She is all the love I know. She could kiss the ground in wintertime and make a flower grow. So thematically, this is basically the male version of Dolly Parton's Jolie. And interestingly enough, this song is probably best remembered for the country version released that same year by Johnny Paycheck, who took it to number two on that chart. She's All I Got peaked at number 39. Freddie North didn't dent the charts again, but he recorded throughout the 70s. He later went into ministry, and he is currently Pastor Emeritus at Bethel Missionary Baptist Church in Las Casas, Tennessee. Now we go to the UK for number 40. Butterfly by Danielle Girard. Born in Paris in 1939, Danielle Girard had several hits in France during the 60s, but made his international breakthrough with this track from his album Atmosphere. Butterfly is a Euro-style sing-along pop song, similar to what is known as Schlager. Let's float along with the English lyrics. You are bright as a night full of moon. Butterfly, you have left much too soon. You have found your, you have wings, and now you wish to fly. Please don't go. Oh, please, don't say goodbye. Butterfly, my butterfly, now I know you must be free. Butterfly, don't flutter by. Stay a little while with me. In your mind, there's someone far away, and you'll miss all the fun if you stay. You, you believe that love is elsewhere to be found, but you're wrong. It's here. Just look around. Look around. Look around, and you'll see. Better loved than by me, you won't be. And if you fly away, you break my heart in two. Please don't go. I'm so in love with you. Between the arrangement and the accent, the song evokes wine, berets, and baguettes. Maybe maybe that's just me, but to my ears, this sounds like something Pepe Le Pew would sing to try to seduce that cat who can't avoid getting stripes of white paint on her back. I'm sorry. 
if you happen to be French and listening to this, you would be completely justified in being rude to me if we met in person. Being Canadian, I, of course, would apologize profusely. Butterfly was down from a peak of number 11. It hit number 68 in Canada and number 78 in the U.S. Daniel Girard didn't return to any of our charts, but he continued to have sporadic hits in France until 1983. Since then, he's been pretty much out of the public eye. We're back in Canada for the number 37 song, Turn 21 by Flood. I talked about Flood back in episode 33 when I covered their 1974 hit, Brother and Me. Now I'm going back three years to talk about the first single from their self-titled debut album. Turn 21 is snappy pop rock. Even though I turned 21 a long time ago, I'll read the lyrics. You make me feel my life is over. You make me feel like my life is gone. You make me feel my life is over. Ah, though it's only just begun. Turn 21 without a gray hair. Yes, you might say I had the key to the door. I felt my life was rather sheltered. Oh, but it won't be anymore. Day after day, when everything I did went wrong, I blamed myself then. Then I was a fool. Yes, I was a fool. Oh, so doggone blue. Yes. It sounds pretty upbeat, but the lyrics seem to be about regret and depression. Intentional irony? And the singer sounds like a cross between Cat Stevens and John Sebastian on this. This song is mixed in a lot of ways. Turn 21 peaked at number 11. For more about Flood, you can go back to episode 33. And I will say that the groups the members went on to do, went on to after Flood broke up, Gatto and Saga, will also have their day here. Thirty to twenty-one. We remain in Canada for the number twenty-two song. By the time I get to Phoenix, I say a little prayer by Anne Murray and Glenn Campbell. I haven't covered a Glenn Campbell song on here yet, but I definitely will. So I'll save my bio of him for that time. I have talked about Anne Murray way back in episode 7 when I covered her 1973 hit, Danny's Song. Anyway, in 1971, as Murray's career was taking off, her label had her do an album of duets with established star Campbell. And by the time I get to Phoenix, I Say a Little Prayer was the first single from that LP, imaginatively titled Anne Murray slash Glenn Campbell. By the time I get to Phoenix, I Say a Little Prayer is a medley, with Campbell singing his 1967 hit Leaving Song, while in between lines, Murray sings the Burt Bacharach composition made famous by Dionne Warwick. You get two, 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 two songs in one. The moment I wake up, before I put on my makeup, by the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. I say a little prayer for you. She'll find the note I left hanging on the door. While combing my hair now, She'll laugh when she reads the part that I'm leaving. And wondering what dress to wear now, I say a little prayer for you, because I've left that girl so many times before. Forever and forever. By the time I make Albuquerque, she'll be working. You'll stay in my heart, and I will love you forever and ever. She'll probably stop at lunch and give me a call. We will never part. And how I love you. Together, together. But she'll just hear that phone keep on ringing. That's how it must be. To live without you would, off the wall, only mean heartbreak for me. That's all. I run for the bus, dear. While writing, I think of us, dear. By the time I make Oklahoma, she'll be sleeping. I say a little prayer for you. 
She'll turn softly and call my name out low. At work, I just take time, and she'll cry just to feel. And all through my coffee break time, I'd really leave her. I say a little prayer for you, though time and time I tr tried, I've tried to tell her so. I say a little prayer for you. She just didn't know I would really go. Obviously, the combination of the two songs tell a story. The man is leaving, and his lover is completely oblivious to that possibility. And both singers act their parts well. They may have been brought together by the happenstance of being on the same label, but the combination, to me, provided impressive results. By the time I get to Phoenix, I say a little prayer, peaked at number 19. It hit number 81 in the U.S. As I said, I'll talk about I'll talk more about Glenn Campbell at a later date, and you can hear more about Anne Murray by going back to episode seven. Now we go to the States to find number 26, One Tin Soldier, The Legend of Billy Jack by Coven. Formed in Chicago in 1966, Coven were one of the few hard rock bands of the time to have a female lead singer, in this case, Jinx Dawson. They made a name for themselves with their 1969 debut album, Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls, which contained references to Satanism and a recording of an actual black mass. After a magazine article linked the album to the Charles Manson murders, the album was pulled from stores. In 1971, Dawson was asked to record the theme song to the movie Billy Jack, and she insisted that although no other members of the band play on the track, it should be credited to Coven. One Tin Soldier, The Legend of Billy Jack, is a cover of a 1969 song by the Calgary band The Original Cast, which hit number one in Canada and reached the U.S. Top 40. The lyrics are an allegorical fable about greed and envy. Go ahead and listen to me read the lyrics. Listen, children, to a story that was written long ago about a kingdom on a mountain and the valley folk below. On the mountain was a treasure buried deep between, beneath the stone. And the valley people swore they'd have it for their very own. Go ahead and hate your neighbor. Go ahead and cheat a friend. Do it in the name of heaven. You can justify it in the end. There won't be any trumpets blowing come the judgment day. On the bloody morning after, one tin soldier rides away. So the people of the valley sent a message up the hill, asking for the buried treasure, tons of gold for which they'd kill. It came an answer from the mountain. With our brothers, we will share all the secrets of our mountain, all the riches buried there. Now the valley cried with anger, mount your horses, draw your sword. And they killed the mountain people, so they won their just reward. Now they stood beside the treasure on the mountain, dark and red, turned the stone and looked beneath it. Peace on earth was all it said. This fits in with the theme of the film, which is about a peaceful hippie school being harassed by prejudiced townspeople and the noble hero who defends the pacifists by kicking the shit out of people. Well, maybe not that last part. And despite being credited to the hard-rocking coven, who are kind of American counterparts to Black Sabbath, this, this version has pretty much the same folk-pop arrangement as the original. But knowing about Coven's history gives Dawson's perform performance on the chorus an extra subtext. When she sings about hating your neighbors and cheating your friends, it's like she's cheering people on who do so. Kind of like a literal devil's advocate. One Tin Soldier would reach number 26. Canada got to number 22. Buoyed by this song's success, Coven got her new record deal and would release two more albums before breaking up in 1975. 
In 2007, Dawson formed a new version of Coven that has been recording and touring ever since. The most recent release was the 2016 EP, Light the Fire. Now we go to Britain for their number 22, Sultana by Titanic. Formed in Norway in 1969, Titanic contained members from both Norway and Britain. Sultana was the first single from their self-titled debut album. Sultana is a funk rock instrumental with the electric organ as the featured instrument. Apparently it got its title because the band was purposely trying to copy the sound of Santana, only with keyboard out front instead of guitar. And I have to say they did pretty well in that pursuit. And it's good enough on its own not to be categorized simply as a great value or wish version of Santana. Pardon me for using an 80s sneaker metaphor, but I'd say Titanic is like pony to Santana's converse. The chevron is horizontal, is, in this case, the chevron is horizontal instead of vertical, and there's no star. Sultana was down from a peak of number five. Titanic had no further hits, and they released five more albums before breaking up in 1979. They reunited in 1991 and did two more albums before splitting again in 2014. 2211. Our first top 20 record of the week is the number 13 song in the UK, Look Around and You'll Find Me There by Vince Hill. Born in Coventry in 1934, Vince Hill began his singing career in the military, then joined a vocal group called The Raindrops. He went solo in 1965, and he then had a string of top 40 hits, the biggest being his 1967 number two version of Edelweiss from The Sound of Music. Look Around and You'll Find Me There was the title track from his eighth LP. Look Around and You'll Find Me There is an easy listening ballad. The lyrics are right in front of me. Someone then for you only. Look Around and You'll Find Me There. As long as always there's someone who will want you, you won't ever be lonely. Look around and you'll find me there. Let me know you. Let me show you just how much I care. Here inside me, there's enough love for both of us to share. Someday you'll look for that someone who loves you. Until then, I'll be waiting. Look around and you'll find me there. This borders on country, even though it's sung by an Englishman and was written by a Frenchman, Francis Lye, who was mainly known for composing film scores, such as the one from Love Story. Middle of the road at its most middling. Look around and you'll find me there, peaked at number 12. Vince Hill had no further hits, but he would go on to be a television host, and he was still recording as recently as 2003. He's still around at the age of 88, although reportedly he suffered a stroke last year. We're back in Canada for number 17, Lovin' You Ain't Easy by Pagliaro. Born in Montreal in 1948, Michelle Pagliaro began having hits on the French-Canadian charts in, mid, in the mid-60s. Then he decided to record some songs in English in 1970. Lovin' You Ain't Easy was the first single from his fourth LP, Rain Showers. Lovin' You Ain't Easy is breezy pop rock. The lyrics are pretty simple, though. Hitch any ride you want to. Do anything you want to do. Just keep writing your way. Take anyone you want to, long as I can hear from you. Just be mine in your way. Just be mine in your way. Loving you ain't so easy. 
would never try to please me, but I've got time any old way. I've got time anyway. But you know what you know. Won't you do it? And nobody, nobody knows, but it's you. Whoa, whoa. Oh, baby, why do I keep a-talking to you? Keep a-talking to you. I guess I must be crazy. Still, I feel you move me, but this is all I can say. I would consider this an early example of what would come to be known as power pop. And that's a genre that generally hits my sweet spot. Catchiness and a bit of crunch. The oral equivalent of a Hershey bar with almonds. Loving You Ain't Easy peaked at number 15. It also charted in the UK, reaching number 31. Paliaro had a few more Canadian hits in both official languages, and he still performs live today, although he hasn't released new music in over 30 years. We're in the USA again for number 13, Everybody's Everything by Santana. Formed in San Francisco in 1966, Santana was built around Mexican-born guitarist Carlos Santana. The group played the San Francisco scene for a couple years before getting picked up by a major label, and they released their self-titled debut album just weeks after performing at Woodstock. They had picked up three top 40 hits by the time they released this, the first single from their third LP, Santana 3. Everybody's Everything is peppy, jazzy rock with lyrics reflecting hippie optimism. Here are the lyrics to one song by one band. Seems like everybody's waiting for the new change. Come around, come around, waiting for the day when the king, queen of shows, singing round, singing round, singing round for everyone. Yeah, do it. You can understand everything to share. Let your spirits dance, brothers everywhere. Let your head be free. Turn the wisdom key. Find it naturally. See, you're lucky to be. If you're sad, just spin around and round and round. Do it. Yes, just hold me, baby. Something on your back. Lay it down, lay it down, lay it down. Don't you know, honey, maybe you're like my childless hometown. This whole town. This whole town. See it now. Time for you to all get down. Yeah, do it. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Dig this sound. Spinning round and round and round. Do it. You can understand everything's to share. Let your spirits dance, brother, everywhere. Let your head be free. Turn the wisdom key. Find it naturally. See, you're lucky to be. Sing it now. Time for you all to get down. Yeah, do it. Of course, there's plenty of space for Carlos to showcase his guitar work. And not surprisingly, it's dazzling. I'm not, super, I'm not sure who would all be on my rock guitar Mount Rushmore, but I think Carlos would have a good shot at getting his face up there. Everybody's Everything peaked at number 12. It got to number 3 in Canada. Santana had six more top 40 hits and even more lineup changes over the next decade. By the middle of the 90s, it seemed like Carlos and company were mainly going to be a nostalgia act. But then Arista Records head Clive Davis signed Santana and got a whole lot of big name guest stars to collaborate with them. The resulting album, 1999 Supernatural, sold over 30 million copies worldwide and produced two number one hits. Santana had a handful of subsequent hits, and the band continues to record and perform, with Carlos being the only original and constant member of the band, naturally. Their 26th album, Blessings and Miracles, came out last year. Top 10s. That's right, we're up to the top 10. First up is America's number 10, Desiderata 
by Les Crane. Born in New York in 1933, Les Crane began his radio career in the late 50s, and his career would uh, grow to also include TV talk shows and acting. In 1971, he recorded an album of spoken word pieces to music, and Desiderata was the first single and title track. Desiderata, which means things desired in Latin, is a poem written in 1927 by Indiana native Max Ehrman that had made its way through pop culture over decades through magazines, sermons, posters, and it was even recited on an album by Leonard Nimoy before Crane and producer-composer Fred Werner set it to music. Let's unfold the lyrics. Go placidly amid the noise and haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence, as far as possible without surrender. Be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others, even the dull and ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career. However humble, it is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere, life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially, do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love. For in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the gr- it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden sudden misfortune, but do not distress yourself with imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here, and whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be. And whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul, with all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams. It is still a beautiful world. Be careful. Strive to be happy. The arrangement is folk pop with a light gospel tinge. The words were perfect for the times, with flower child idealism bumping up against references to a chaotic world. For a decade that introduced the concept of going off to find myself, this song provided a map. Whether or not it was a reliable one is up for debate. Desiderata peaked at number eight got to number seven in Britain and number four in Canada. Les Crane didn't really do anything in music after this. In the 80s, he got into the computer software business, and his company created the Mavis Beacon series of instructional typing programs. He died in 2008. And fun fact, he was once married to Tina Louise, you know, Ginger from Gilligan's Island. Now we're at Britain's number three, Ernie, the Fastest Milkman in the West, by Benny Hill. Born in Southampton in 1924, Benny Hill began performing on British radio after World War II. In the 50s and 60s, he would appear in multiple 
television programs, as well as films such as Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and The Italian Job. He also had three hit novelty songs. In 1969, he began starring in his own weekly sketch comedy series on Thames TV, which soon became one of the most watched shows in Britain. It was at the height of his TV popularity that he released this single. Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West, is a music hall-style comedy song about the battle between the titular dairy deliverer and his food-distributing rival for the heart of a local widow. I'll read the lyrics at normal speed. You could hear the hoofbeats pound as they raced across the ground, and the clatter of the wheels as they spun round and round, and he galloped into Market Street, his badge upon his chest. His name was Ernie, and he drove the fastest milk cart in the West. Now Ernie loved a widow, a lady known as Sue. She lived all alone in Lidley Lane, at number 22. They said she was too good for him. She was haughty, proud, and chic. But Ernie got his cocoa there three times a week. They called him Ernie, and he drove the fastest milk cart in the West. She said she'd like to bathe in milk. He said, all right, sweetheart. And when he'd finished work one night, he loaded up his cart. He said, do you want it pasteurized? Because pasteurized is best. She says, Ernie, I'll be happy if it comes up to my chest. That tickled old Ernie. And he drove the fastest milk cart in the West. Now Ernie had a rival, an evil-looking man called Two-Ton Ted from Teddington, and he drove the baker's van. He tempted her with his treacle tarts and his tasty wholemeal bread. And when she'd seen the size of his hot meat pies, it very near turned her head. She nearly swooned at his macaroon, and he said, If you treat me right, you'll have hot rolls every morning and crumpets every night. He knew once she'd sampled his layer cake, he'd have his wicked way. And all Ernie had to offer was a pint of milk a day. Poor Ernie. One lunchtime, Ted saw Ernie's horse and cart outside her door. It drove him mad to find it was still there at half past four. And as he leapt down from his van, hot blood through his veins did course. And he went across to Ernie's cart and didn't half kick his horse, whose name was Trigger, who pilled, and he pulled the fastest milk cart in the West. Now Ernie rushed out into the street, his gold top in his hand. He said, if you want to marry Susie, you'll fight for her like a man. Well, why don't we play cards for her, he sneeringly replied. And just to make it interesting, we'll have a shilling on the side. Now Ernie dragged him from his van and beneath the blazing sun. They stood there face to face, and Ted went for his bun. But Ernie was too quick. Things didn't go the way Ted planned. And a strawberry-flavored yogurt sent it spinning from his hand. Now Susie ran between them and tried to keep them apart. And Ernie, he pushed her aside, and a rock cake caught him underneath his heart. And he looked up in a pained surprise at, and the concrete hardened crust of a stale pork pie caught him in the eye, and Ernie bit the dust. And in the last verse, Sue marries Ted, but they're haunted by Ernie's ghost. This song is broad comedy with hints of winking innuendo. This is the kind of humor Hill made his name on. All that's missing is him leching over and chasing scantily clad young women to the strains of Yakety Sax. Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West, would be 1971's Christmas number one, and it spent a total of four weeks at the top. Benny Hill didn't have any other hits, but his TV show continued until 1989 and would become popular around the world 
including on American syndicated television. He died from heart issues in 1992. Now we go to Canada for their number 10, I'd Love to Change the World, by 10 Years After. Formed in Nottingham, England in 1966, 10 Years After built up a following for their first few years, largely through live performances, including a set at Woodstock. They scored a top 10 hit in the UK with 1970's Love Like a Man. The next year, they released this, the first single from their seventh LP, A Space in Time. I'd Love to Change the World is hard rock with clear Beatles influences. The lyrics include a couple of slang terms for homosexuals that I don't think were meant derogatorily in this context, but seem ignorant and offensive today. I've decided to leave them out of my reading, but if you're curious, you can look them up. Here are all the other lyrics. Everywhere is freaks and harries. Tell me, where is sanity? Tax the rich, feed the poor, till there are no rich no more. I'd love to change the world, but I don't know what to do. So I'll leave it up to you. Population keeps on breeding, nation bleeding, still more feeding, economy. Life is funny, skies are sunny, bees make honey. Who needs money? No, not poor me. I'd love to change the world, but I don't know what to do. So I'll leave it up to you. Oh, yeah. World pollution, there's no solution. Institution, electrocution. Just black and white, rich or poor. Them and us. Stop the war. This is the rock counterpart of another hit from around this time period, Ball of Confusion by The Temptations. But whereas that song was a uniting call to action, this one is shrugging its shoulders and saying, hey, don't look at me. I can't do anything about it. How about you give it a try while, while I go back to playing guitar? Inspiring? No but very relatable. I'd love to change the world peaked at number 10. It got to number 40 in the States. 10 years after had no further hits and they broke up in 1974 only to reunite 15 years later. Original singer Alvin Lee died in 2013, but bassist Chick Churchill and drummer Rick Lee remain from the original lineup. Their latest album is 2017's A Sting in the Tail. We'll recap the top tens and look at a number one right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you are moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hit of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search Old Man Yells at Music. Or click on the link click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. Time to count down the top tens. We'll do Canada first. Number 10, I'd Love to Change the World by 10 Years After. Number 9, Theme from Shaft by Isaac Hayes, the Tennessee soul singer's Oscar-winning movie theme. Number 8, I'm a Man by Chicago, their fourth top ten here. Number 7, Absolutely Right by Five Man Electrical Band, their second top five. 
Number six, Baby I'ma Want You by Bread. Your fourth top ten. Number five, Everybody's Everything by Santana. Number four, Two Divided by Love by the Grassroots. The biggest hit here for the Number three, Peace Train by Cat Stevens. His first top ten here. Number two, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves by Cher. Her first North American solo number one. And the number one song in Canada this week was Imagine by John Lennon. His first Canadian number one. Next is Britain's top ten. Number ten, Surrender by Diana Ross. Her third top ten here. Number nine, Maggie May, Reason to Believe by Rod Stewart. A triple crown winner. Number eight, Banks of the Ohio by Olivia Newton-John. Her second top ten. Number seven, I Will Return by Springwater. The biggest hit for the pseudonym of London musician Phil Cordell. Number six, Till by Tom Jones. The twelfth top ten for the star of the special London Bridge special. Number five, Johnny Reggae by Piglets. A novelty by a one-hit wonder. Number four, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves by Cher. Number three, Ernie, the Fastest Milkman in the West by Benny Hill. Number two, Jeepster by T-Rex. Their fourth straight top two. And the number one song in the UK this week was... Cause I Love You by Slade. The Wolverhampton Band's first number one. And now the American top ten. Number ten, Desiderata by Les Crane. Number 9, Rock Steady by Aretha Franklin, her 12th top 10. Number 8, Peace Train by Cat Stevens. Number 7, Got to Be There by Michael Jackson, his first solo hit. Number 6, Imagine by John Lennon. Number 5, Family Affair by Sly and the Family Stone, their third and final number 1. Number 4, Have You Seen Her by The Chilites, the first top 10 for the Chicago Soul Group. Number 3, Baby I'ma Want You by Bread. Number 2, Get These Tramps and Thieves by Cher. And the number one song in the USA this week, and the one on our spotlight, was The Theme from Shaft by Isaac Hayes. Born in Covington, Tennessee in 1942, Isaac Hayes began working for Memphis's Stax Records in the 60s as a session musician and songwriter. He released his debut album in 1968, and he had picked up two top 40 hits by the time he was tapped to write, produce, and perform the soundtrack to a film starring Richard Roundtree. The theme from Shaft is lush, expansive soul funk, with lyrics describing the movie's title character. Who's the podcast nerd who's about to read this song's words? Me. That's correct. Who's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks? Shaft, you're damn right. Who is the man who, that would risk his neck for his brother man? Shaft, can you dig it? Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about? Shaft, right on. They say this cat Shaft is a bad mother? Shut your mouth. But I'm talking about Shaft. Then we can dig it. He's a complicated man. But no one understands him but his woman. John Shaft. All of the elements of this song are designed to burn into your brain, from that opening guitar riff to the blasts of horns and strings, to Hayes' smooth, cool delivery of the lyrics and the backup singer's responses. This is one of those songs that seem to burst from the ether fully formed and perfect. It doesn't need to grow on you with a couple of listens. Hear it once and it's with you forever, and you never want to live without it. 
This was the second and last week at number one for the theme from Shaft. It also hit number one in Canada and got to number four in the UK. Isaac Hayes had four more U.S. Top 40 hits, and he had a number one in the U.K. in 1999 with Chocolate Salty Balls, sung as his South Park character, Chef. He died in 2008. Spotlight number one. So, how to sum up the pop music of November 1971? Looking at the tops of the charts, you'd say that Britain is ruled by glam, America by soul, and Canada by rock. But because it's the early 70s, easy listening sounds permeate everywhere. So there are two things happening simultaneously. There are artists building on the revolutions of the late 60s, but others are going the calmer, safer route to appeal to people fatigued by all the upheaval in music and the world in general. Old Man Yells at You For Old Man Yells at You, I'm going to start by suggesting Duel, that Spielberg killer truck TV movie. See the humble beginnings of the most famous director of the last 50 years. Then, listen to Coven's Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reaps Souls. It's an overlooked entry in the history of metal. And finally, you maybe find some clips of the Benny Hill Show. You might find them funny. Maybe you'll just find them to be an artifact of a less enlightened past. But he was part of the world I grew up in, so I find it fascinating to look back at him. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Gloveman, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbygloveskc.blogspot.com, where you can check out the Instagram account at Old Man Yells at Music. And if you didn't get all that, all the links are on my Old Man Yells at Music link tree. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I'll link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes, there's a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get all the bonus microdose episodes, including the latest with Alice Cooper. And make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics scored are for the purposes of discussion and review, no infringement is intended. Next time on the show, we're still catching up on the charts, going back to December 1989. We'll talk about the songs that were rising while European communism was falling. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop, saying, You are a fluke of the universe. You have no right to be here. And whether you can hear it or not, the universe is laughing behind your back. Stay safe.